Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you almost live <laughs> from the beautiful yeah. Sunshine Coast and uh, the Kathat region, uh, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahoman Nation. And today that we are taping this is Truth and Reconciliation Day. So um, honoring the fact that not good things were happened to them and that we will move forward in um, in the spirit of reconciling. Yeah, and bringing humanity into a healthier place would be really good <laughs> for everyone. Be very good indeed. Yes, yeah. Okay, so to, on today's show, um, Jill has done a deep dive again uh, with these <laughs> awesome eclipses that are coming up, uh, one on October the 25th and the other one on November the 8th. And she went, hmm, banking, money. <laughs> well, well, I keep hearing people saying everything, they, you know, the economies are collapsing, money mm -hmm. is collapsing, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, I know there's a move to try and make us all go to a digital currency, which is like, I don't want one of those. Yeah, well, and that bubble kind of got burst in the spring, and I don't know if it's recovered much. And well, that was on one of the eclipses in the spring. But this is a central bank digital thing. This is where they want everybody. That's right, rather about, than the cryptocurrency. It's all about centralization, yeah. which leads to them having control over them. And, yeah. and, and I don't trust anything digital because you can hack anything digital. I don't, you know. Whether they're doing it or I'm doing it, I don't want any more digital in my life than I've already got. <laughs> <laughs> you are a Taurus moon, my dear. <laughs> Got to be able to taste it, touch it, feel it, handle it. <laughs> well, yes. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I prefer to have something tangible if yeah. somebody can easily hack yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what charts are did you decide to peer into? Well, I have a chart for the European Union because it seems to be a little rocky at the moment. Yeah. As well as the euro. The actual euro. Yeah, that I was, and I went, well, of course you could have a chart for when the euro was introduced. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I just had heard that recently. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to have. Yeah. And then, of course, the Fed, Federal Reserve in the States. Yeah. These are, the, these are really the big ones. And the, and the Bank of England. because Yes, because they... Yeah. England and the U.S. have been sort of centers for financial stuff. Yeah, they have. And even after 2008, that, I mean, things happened then. Things changed and a few new rules were added in, but it didn't really end their dominance. No, it didn't. Yeah. They printed more yeah. money and gave it to the, the banks. <laughs> I know, which is, what? Well, 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 not to the banks, to the corporations, everything's a corporation so banks you know, are too i guess banks are corporations countries yeah. are corporate I mean, everything is corporations that's yeah. how things are set up and that's another part of the problem <laughs> i need a lot of change and it's coming yeah okay so who are we going to look at first well i thought we'd look at uh the european i just put them kind of in order so i yeah. will order and i think we'll probably only get through the first eclipse today, <laughs> today. okay okay there's a lot of charts okay so i have the screen oh i do How yes about? yeah 
them on um, PDFs. Is that better to look at or? Mm, Never mind. I I'm not sure. Try, you can try that. I have a feeling you'll have to use solar fire. Yeah, um, I'll, go, I'll go to solar fire. I know how to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's stick with what we know. For, for, for this purpose, I have done that. And yeah. Do it. <laughs> yes. So we've got the, uh, the European, I'm going to do a, a, a bi-wheel of yeah. the European Union with um, the first eclipse in October. Yeah. Eclipse. Yeah. Where, where's my bi-wheel? I'm disoriented here. Why am okay. I just there? I am. I found it. <laughs> oh dear. So here we have the European Union, and this would be first eclipse. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. That yeah. is what you I've, I've done them for the different locations. Yes, well. which makes this total is, sense. Yeah. Yeah, this is the eclipse in Brussels. Yeah, um, so, so right on their fourth house cusp. Holy the inner, inner circle, of course, is the European Union chart. It's actual chart. So, you know, it's, it's interesting just seeing, uh, you know, Venus, uh, obviously happy, um, both the benefics together um, in the third house of community, you know, trying to create this big community, but to do it in a Scorpio month. Hmm. Yeah. And look at this one. Yeah. This Mars, Pluto. <laughs> well, they were trying to be a power, you know, opposite, by joining opposite. together. But this, that, that opposes the moon, which is yeah. people. Yeah. Not exactly set up for the people, in my opinion. When you've got this going on underneath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is that's quite the chart yeah, in and of it itself. It and then of course we're having they're having a Saturn return. They are coming up to their Saturn return, which yeah. is interesting as well because Saturn squares that as well. Yes. Okay, yeah. so we've got this enormous T square in the natal chart between and, and Uranus coming up to that moon. Yeah, it may not last. <laughs> and this is a very close square i mean you've got yeah. 24 24 and 23 yeah right? so this is a really close t-square and Mer just for good measure mercury's pulled into it as well yeah yeah right? and that rules their second house yes yeah right? so again that's the money house <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so and and the eclipse is yeah, it's, it's hitting that Venus. Well, sorry, it's hitting the the IC, the the foundation. Yes. Yeah, the very foundation. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so whenever whenever you have an angular hit, um, whether it's a person or you know a scenario like this, yeah, those are when you notice stuff. Is when in the when the main angles, your first, seventh, fourth, tenth are hit. And yeah, and so this is hitting. Mm -hmm. And look how close this conjunction is between oh, yeah. the eclipse and Venus. Yeah. And, and one of the things that was also pointed out, because Venus is in its fall, um, and this would particularly not bode well for this chart because Venus rules that moon. And so, yeah, she's being... It rules, it rules the 10th house, the position... Yeah. EU in the world, basically. Yeah, so this is not a happy Venus. No, 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 it's not a happy Venus. No. But you know, the new moon is signals a new beginning. So that's true. 
That's true. You know, it's like, and in yeah. Scorpio, it's like something's got to die for something new to begin. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that I think is is all quite. Look where uh, and Pluto. Pluto yeah. is no, wait a minute. squaring their Jupiter. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So lots going on in this chart. Um, and, and we've got the ruler of the eighth house, which is Pisces on the eighth. We've got Neptune still in Pisces in the eighth. Yeah. So it's all smoke and mirrors in a way, <laughs> in terms of money. You know, it's, I guess that goes with not having tangible assets. <laughs> Well, and, and the devil will be for them in the detail, right? Mm -hmm. Of having that Mercury ruling, um, you know, like exactly how have we set up this union? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, third house. Um, yeah, and, and for yeah. what purpose has it been set up, right? Yeah. We got Leo ruling the ascendant for this. And so the, you know, like you were saying, when you get something at the very bottom of the chart, um, it's the most hidden. And so Saturn's coming along, along with Uranus going, what's down there? What's yeah, down and there? it's also the foundation. So what is it yeah. found it? What is the basis for this? Why, yeah. Why, yeah. why do this? Yeah. Right. And, and in here, we've got the sun ruling the ascendant. Yeah. And Mercury conjunct. Mars and Pluto. <laughs> yeah, that's big stick all, in the park. Trying all, to be the big stick in the all, park. Yeah. Yeah, it's all squaring Saturn. Which yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, and, and opposing the people, really. Yeah. Because the moon represents people in that. Yeah, it does. And so, I mean, in, in the inception of this chart, um, you know, the having the moon up there at first blush would seem, yeah, it's elevating the people, but the people don't have any of the power. It's all down there in the fourth house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah and so we've got Mercury coming along, just having passed over the natal Venus. So from a, so the other thing too is um, with having Venus, Jupiter together, the feeling of people you know joining hands in solidarity across the borders and stuff like that i mean that looks all good but yeah and then uh, yeah and then it, yeah yeah <laughs> and then it kind of goes sideways because that mercury is not in good shape and there's way yeah. too much you know weighted power where the sun is and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so with the eclipse, we've got Mercury in Libra come uh -huh. right in between that Venus and Jupiter. Yeah, so people will be saying, wait a minute, this is not what we thought it was. Well, I think so. I think there's yeah. a lot of questioning, a lot of people asking what the heck's going on. Uh -huh. um, yeah, why are we in the position we're in? <laughs> we didn't ask for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mars is trining that Jupiter too. Yes, yeah. Well, that is, you know, um, it's interesting that the, you know, and that, so that's 11th house of the actual institutions, um, yeah. you know, like the big parliament that they have set yeah. up. And exactly. so with it going retrograde again this year, or going retrograde this year. Mo momentarily. It's yeah, yeah, it's exactly. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think and too. it goes, it stations on 25, doesn't it? That's what you say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's sitting there. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is very yeah. powerful. And yeah, I think it's. Yeah, so they could be redoing their whole contract. Yeah. And interesting that we have Gemini on the 11th when that is like the parliament and Gemini, mm -hmm. all the different languages, right? Yes. Yeah, which makes yeah. sense. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that's, yeah, it's, it's trining uh, Jupiter. And yeah. So maybe they can redo their, their system so that it does serve the people. Well, yeah, I'm not sure about that. It's well, all, you yeah. never know. You never know. Yeah. 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 I I think the idea of centralization is not a good one because you're putting too much power in the hands of two people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. It's wanting to bring more and more into that union and, you know, just centralize things more and more. I don't think that serves the people. Mm -hmm. at all but you know and I think also there's a whole lot of you know people wanting talking about more freedom <laughs> and uh, Uranus up here on the moon is yes yeah it's um yeah. yeah yeah well it has to go through a structural shift and that's a lot of fixed energy in one chart Wait. and so you They're know not going to want to give up any of their centralized power not not easily no no it'll be fairly dramatic and of course that's great beginnings great endings that's what eclipses will do well and it's also this is right after uh we've had the last super close yes right i yeah. mean they're still just oh they're still very much awkward they're still just a degree apart so we have a very much a, yeah. the saturn uranus square very operational here totally along yeah. with an eclipse so yeah. Yeah. that's gonna go something really really big mm -hmm. yeah so now i want to see the euro the actual chart for the currency okay <laughs> <laughs> it's it's quite interesting um, i bet it is yeah so here we have the euro we have Last All right, year. let me just let me just look at this chart for a second. So for the people who are listening, this is the last degree of Virgo. So that's not really a good omen to start a new currency with, you know, because there's there's sort of an innate instability in the 29th degree of any sign. And it's on the uh, 29 is on the ascendant as well as the midheaven. Exactly. And oh, so both of them are ruled by that Mercury. And where is Mercury? Mercury is in Sag. Oh, so such great ideals. Uh, oh, yeah. it's going to be wonderful. And that squares Jupiter. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that is. Oh, let me think about that. So that, that Mercury over. <laughs> Mercury overcomes, I'm just looking at the natal, right? Yes, yes. And then we'll get to what, yeah. Um, yeah. So that Mercury is overcoming Jupiter. Um, so, you know, they'll have this list of, of how they imagine this Euro is going to work, but it's overcoming, you know, the, the ruler of that Mercury. So, um, you know, it's like, 
they can't really pin it down the way they wanted to. No, no, no not at all. No, no. <sighs> no it's, it's, yeah, it's, and, and we've got another 29 degrees here with Chiron at 29, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, a lot of 29s in this. So it's, yeah. So that, this first eclipse in October then, um, yeah, so the ruler of the Ascendant now is in the Ascendant, and it's on that Mars, so instability. It's also spending, Mars um, is apparently, in these kind of mundane charts, is about money going out, like yeah, lots yeah. of it. And yeah. then you've got Mars on the moon, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they're bleeding money. Stationing on that. Yeah, so they're bleeding money. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. working. No, no, that's the problem with that. That's why everybody's saying the financial systems are collapsing because yeah. all they've been doing is printing more money. Yeah. Out of yeah. thin air. It's yeah. all, like I said, it's all spoken mirrors kind of thing. And here we've got Neptune transiting Jupiter yeah. Yeah. in Pisces, <laughs> uh, which is uh, yeah. you know, Mercury in the third. Yeah. And Mercury, of course, as it's hitting mars is also opposing their saturn in the eighth house right yeah hmm. 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 and that is being squared by pluto and venus venus exactly venus is squaring that natally yeah and venus <laughs> and saturn don't make good bedfellows at all no. No. oh yeah see there's that natural t-square by sign between mars opposite saturn squaring venus yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Pluto's push and pull, push and pull, push Pluto's and pull. triggering all that. Right? Exactly. As it nears the end of Capricorn. Yeah. And, and there would have been such high hopes. Mercury ruling the ascendant in Jupiter, going, "Oh yeah, this will be wonderful." And yeah, um, that was back when uh, Pluto was in Sagittarius too. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was an idea. Yeah, we got. Oh, yeah, big Mercury, idea. Mercury, at the, or G Gemini at the mid-heaven, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've got an idea. Let's have a. Yeah, a central, currency. yeah, currency. Yeah. yeah, so, but again, it's that whole centralization thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sun and, in the fourth. And, and, and Saturn is, is rapidly because now it's direct, is rapidly approaching the south node. Yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of, uh, yeah, in mundane world, I'm not entirely sure how negative the south node is in a well, mundane church, are, but yeah, typically kind of, it's not good. No, they represent, the, the, the nodes represent kind of the collective, like the north node's collective destiny and the south node is yeah. yeah, that is one way that it's used totally. Yeah. yeah, and you know, this is triggering the letting go and yes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Elimination of not so great stuff, right? Um hmm. and and the, the nodes themselves transiting, mm -hmm. square, squaring Uranus and Aquarius here. Yeah. In the fifth house of the Euro chart. Yeah. So there's a again there's it it definitely this these eclipses are <clears throat> yeah right place, right place right time seems to me <laughs> <laughs> you know and bringing up bringing up stuff and 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 
not not to be ignored we've got jupiter at zero degrees aries right yes yeah in this eclipse chart yeah it echoes that world chart so very very pivotal point for the world Mm because to the euro or to the u.s dollar it all affects the world because it's so all yeah because it's been so well it's the currency of trade yeah yeah, and Jupiter is backing up to to go back and just put its toe back into Pisces. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to go back over that zero degrees. Yeah, and the the other comment that they were making above the financial instability that happened with the spring set of eclipses, of course, they see that as being echoed again. Mm-hmm. And Austin Coppock's comment was that when Mars and Neptune get together, that pops bubbles right like things that have gotten way out of hand and so obviously with that station it's squaring neptune so yeah bubbles are popping yeah you froze and i didn't hear what you were saying oh okay um so what i was saying is that with mars neptune the square that that pops bubbles you know so things that either were going tanking it pops or things that are getting way too inflated tank. Yeah. Well, and this eclipse, it collapses things. Yeah. And this eclipse is squaring Neptune in Aquarius mm-hmm. one degree in the fourth house, which is, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, it's based on a bubble, mm-hmm. you know, in a sense. That's, I mean, Neptune is not exactly a tangible kind of mm-hmm. concrete thing to found things on. <laughs> No, not, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, you know, once Pluto gets into Aquarius, it's going to go over that Neptune, too. Yeah, so with, I mean, the, the actual two degrees of the eclipse, per se, mm-hmm. um, Neptune is the only thing that it's really hitting, but that having that Mars stationing on the moon, which is the people, Yes. Um, yeah, that's that's not a good thing. Uh, and Mars is also squaring that ascendant, descendant axis. Yeah. It's yeah. Near enough to the midheaven and squaring the axis, so it's yeah. It's definitely volatile. Yeah. Because Mars is is very volatile, and so is Uranus. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And Uranus, well, and and you know, with the disruption that uh, you know the wars have created in Europe. Um, yeah, and then all what they had fires this year, and yeah, mm-hmm. things things are not as they normally are <laughs> at all. Nothing's ever normal, but no, definitely yeah. not. And, but Uranus is also in conjunct that Mars in the first house, which mm-hmm. was the eighth house. So Uranus yeah. from, from the eighth is is in conjunct, very uncomfortable aspect to their natal, yeah. the natal Mars of the Euro. Yeah. Make, making very, very huge volatility and yes. disruption. Yeah. 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 So it's not, there's not a lot of stability uh, indicated anywhere in this. In fact, it's just eroding at the foundations with Pluto going over Venus there yeah. and squaring uh, Saturn. Yeah, so the the Venus in Capricorn um, ruling the eighth house of who we who whose debt we hold and who holds our debt, 
Um, and then the Mars, which is the, you know, the, the freedom to live the, the, you know, and spend the money the way we want to Mars and Libra in the first. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So that's, yeah, that's affecting the first and the eighth. And then in my system, of course, that Mars would be in the second. So it would be affecting that as well. Well, and in this chart, the second is very much affected because this is where you got the eclipse in the south. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So either way. That's yeah. Pretty big effect. And, and south node squaring their natal Uranus in the yeah. fifth house. Yeah. yeah, no, that Pluto on that Venus, that's, yeah. That's huge. Yeah, because yeah. Venus, Venus is a significant of money. Yes. Yeah. In a, in yeah. a money, in, in the and chart. The, what oh. money can buy, what money can buy, yeah. What's of value. Yeah. Yeah. And so what they're saying too, with the early, the decan that this eclipse falls in, which mm. is the first decan of um, mm -hmm. Scorpio, that that's about um, things like hunger and scarcity and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not not good, not good. <laughs> no, it's going to be uncomfortable for a little while while things are going through colossal shifts and changes because they need to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, changes have to happen because it's unworkable the way it is. Yeah. So another point that they made is with Venus being so prominent in this eclipse, um, that the diminishment of comfort, which is what Venus would prefer if it was in Taurus, but it's not, it's in its fall, um, you know, uh, with that south node that, um, you know, this isn't going to be the, the lavish winter that, you know, where, yeah, yeah it's just not. <laughs> no, it's going to be very uncomfortable because of course yeah. you can all the short, you know, that now even more shortages in Europe for, for mm -hmm. gas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Not exactly. And stuff if, people, if people can afford it. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Neptune is also associated with inflation. Um, oh. And so having that Neptune conjunct that Jupiter, oh, yeah. um, that would be inflating, right? Like yeah. that would be. Has been for a while because it's yeah. been being, ha hanging out there for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, yeah, no, this is not a comfortable chart or no, but, eclipse yeah. on this chart. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of a strange chart to begin with, but it's, yes. yeah, right now it's not being pinged in nice ways. No, no, no but it reflects yeah. what we can see going on too. So yeah, not, we shouldn't be surprised, I think. To see that <laughs> okay, who are we going to look at next? Let's see, I think. Well, let's do the Bank of England. Again, that's one I've never looked at. Oh, okay. Let's yeah. do it. Bank of yeah. England, which of course is very important because England has, you know, London has been a, a central place for the whole banking industry. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so here we have uh, the Bank of England chart. Okay, so it has Libra rising, which puts Venus. Oh, Venus is conjunct Uranus in the eighth in this chart. So um, that's interesting. And Uranus uh, is about to come into the eighth. Yeah, <laughs> so would you say that that Venus, that, you know, I mean, we have this sort of paradigm between 
Mother England and Errant Child USA. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if that is that Venus-Uranus conjunction. I don't know. Venus would be ruling. Or if, it, or if the Gemini is just the empire, because this was founded back in the 1600s. Yeah, 1694. Yeah, so that could be, you know, the, the idea of empire. Well, and she rules, Venus rules that 20, uh, 20. Yeah, that, well, and that's why I focused on that. Like, yes. yeah, the, the unusualness, I don't know, Venus, Uranus of our, you know, we have, yeah, that's interesting. I'd have to kind of contemplate that. Yes, it's, yeah. I, yeah. And we have moon in Libra as well in the 12th house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not a happy place for <laughs> no 12th house or People even just yeah. <laughs> and that squares the nodal axis. Oh yes, yes, I see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mars, so Mars squares Saturn here from the eleventh to the third. Yeah. Yeah. And Mars also squares Venus. Oh, I see. We have. Oh, isn't that interesting? Because that same T square, but set up differently, was in the last chart. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. It is interesting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mar and a Neptune return. Yeah. Second, second Neptune return. Yeah. This is not yeah. the first. This is no. the second. No, it's uh, 164 year. Yeah. I know. Or is it even more than that? Oh, oh yeah. The third? Yeah. Is this the third one then? At least, yeah. I mean, 1694, that's that's a long, long time ago. Yeah, so that would make it 1750, approximately. 1890. Yeah, this is almost its third one. Oh, yeah. Wow. So it's been through some changes periodically. <laughs> no doubt. I would think, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, oh, look at the 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 v, the Sun Jupiter. We have Sun Jupiter in Leo in the tenth. You know, Mother England or the Empire or however you want to put that. God, but this rather is, loud and proud about that. Well, and perhaps the monarchies. Uh, yeah, yeah, the eclipse uh, squaring the monarchy. Interest yeah. in the Bank of England, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. But the monarchy owns a heck of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Although they don't own the bank because the Rothschilds own the bank. Alrighty, there you go. Yeah. But yes, they have, yeah. But also, you know, Sun in, in Leo up at the 10th house cusp, it's like we can control the world with this. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the conjunct Pluto and Jupiter there. Big ego. Big, huge. Bank yes. of England has big ego. Yeah. Thinks that their money's worth more than anybody else's or something. <laughs> and right now it's just doing a major tumble. Major well, tumble. exactly. Yeah. I mean, the only reason it hasn't collapsed is because they're shoring it up. I mean. So by the time this happens, which is uh, October 25th, that shoring up may have big cracks in it. Yeah, we've got Mars opposing Saturn, squaring Mars. Yeah. In the ninth house. So, you know, the, the rest of the world is going to affect because that's other countries and 
Uh -huh. affecting it all. Yeah. So the yeah, the Bank of England is uh, not in very good shape at the moment. No, it is not. No, but none of the none of the banks are. None of it is. And and we've got again, we've got Jupiter here. Yeah. Yeah, and back, it's in the fifth. Yeah. Back mm. into Pisces for a little bit, and then it's going to come charging forward again. But yeah, again, we've, and the other thing is where's, where Pluto is natally, uh -huh. they're going to come up to their Pluto opposition before too long. Yes, just okay. shortly. Yep. Which Crossing is, over that fourth house cusp. So the foundation is going to go through a Pluto revision, death yeah. rebirth. Yeah. yeah, it'll be the, their second Pluto opposition, I guess. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Not something we hmm. talk about much. No, no, you don't. You don't. So interesting that we've got um, Saturn trining uh, natal, natal Uranus, Venus in the. In yeah. The I'm also just looking too natally, you know, that Neptune opposite Mars. Um, yeah, that's, that's an interesting delusion <laughs> to have about how much, because Mars and Virgo, you know, it's attention to every last little penny. Yeah. 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 But it's also part of a grand cross. Yes. Yeah. Venus with yeah. Venus patterns. So you've got Yeah, a, that is a grand cross. Yeah. Grand cross and mutable signs. Mutable signs not being so true. well. It, that means that it could just pivot. Mm -hmm. It would have I'm the sure capacity has, to pivot. Yeah, I'm sure it has many times, but you do have Uranus coming into the eighth again too. So yeah, it might pivot now, but then yeah. Well, it depends on how tightly tied it is to the U.S. Because if the yeah. U.S. goes into a civil war in a couple of years, then yeah, that would not be good. <laughs> Well, and, he, and Venus also rules the ascendant as well as the eighth house. Yeah. Is the banking debt collection kind of thing. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So very, uh, very interesting goings on in all these charts. And Pluto squaring that ascendant. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it is. Not inconsequential. New. As it's approaching. New. Yeah, up going over the fourth house cusp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not it's not going to be done anytime soon. With it's not going to become stable anytime soon. Yeah, wow. yeah I think uh, yeah, I think you know as as they're saying, they're, the whole monetary, financial, economic world is going through a whole jolt, mm -hmm. and and that's you know Saturn square Uranus, isn't it? Saturn is the corporate interests, and Uranus says, "Yeah, well, how about people get some more?" <laughs> well, grounded in reality, yeah, 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 yeah. rather than this um, ephemeral, yeah, globalization thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uranus is wanting it to be up close and personal, and not necessarily a global. And much more, like I said before, grassroots, much yeah. more down yeah. to tangible, tangible, tangible. Yeah. yeah, not not keen on that whole digital thing. Yeah, Uranus isn't. Um, Uranus has the upper hand here. 
Okay. Okay. So, oh, I guess we get to go to the Fed, the good old Fed. Well, look at the Fed, because the Fed is kind of an important entity in the world. Oh. Yeah, much to our dismay, I'm sure. Yeah. Here we are. (laughs) So here we have Federal Reserve has cancer rising. With Mars, Neptune, we have delusions of total, yeah. It's oh, yeah. mine. It's all mine. Absolutely. And it's a cancer nation. So, yeah. Well, I mean, this is just folks within that nation. It actually has nothing to do with the American government. No, it doesn't. It's people who, I mean, again, these banks are not, they're not federal at all. They no, to- they aren't. They, but they picked a nice word. They picked yeah. a nice word. And, and again, the Rothschilds actually own Federal Reserve as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, not only have you got Mars, Neptune conjunct, they're opposite Jupiter. Right. And Pluto is transiting all that right now. It is. You got bubble might burst. We can only hope. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, we've got the South Node on the moon of the Federal Reserve. Right for this. Which of course is in Scorpio. Where else would it be? Yeah. I mean, Federal Reserve was was really created in secret. Mm-hmm. Goes to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that scorpionic stuff. That's interesting. That you know, Pluto is on that axis of the world natally in yeah. the twelfth. So it could be its own self undoing. Well, yeah. I think yeah, and and yeah. well, yeah. and and that's evident by what happened in two thousand and eight when Pluto entered zero degrees of Capricorn. Well, and look who's squaring it right now. Yeah. Right? We've got Jupiter yeah. squaring it. But and that to me is even more telling, the fact that in 2008, when Pluto came up to the opposition to this, yeah, part, right. right? A lot oh, yeah. of the, you know, some of those entities crashed and burned. Well, most yeah. of them got bailed out. The people suffered. Mm-hmm. What a surprise. Um, but the sun, the sun for the Fed. Yeah is that Pluto. I mean, this is set up to be powerful. Yeah. But that is the 12th house of self-undoing. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. The sun is in that corporate, you know, corporate interest sign of Capricorn. Mm-hmm. It loves its corporations, uh, corporate bodies. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, like you say, Jupiter in this chart is squaring that. It's That's squaring it and it's going to square it again. It's going to back into net, into Pisces briefly, but it's going to square it again. Yeah, in, exactly. Not to, and, and the axis mm-hmm. for this chart. Yeah, the fourth tenth is right on that zero. Which, yeah. the U.S. chart, they have that same um, zero. I think it's reversed. I think they have Libra at the midheaven. I can't remember now. They have Sag rising, so, but, yeah. Yeah, I think they have Libra, zero Libra on the top. Yeah. Or one degree, but same, same, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's very tied into, you know, the country itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did look at that at one point, one episode. <laughs> I think we did. I think we did. But these, these, uh, this eclipse is also squaring that Uranus. Yeah. In Aquarius. So that would cusp. not add stability to it. That's no, and it's very near the cusp of that eighth house, too. So, 
-hmm. for a bank or a banking concern. That's uh, not the most stable kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Well, so speaking of that, I I'm just going to interject here. Yep. Um, so for those who are kind of curious about, you know, financial things, and if you're into, you know, the stock market and all that kind of stuff, there is an astrologer and there are more than one. Um, but Bill Meridian has been sort of the go-to guy since oh, the gosh, 70s. I remember yeah. The 70s. <laughs> yeah, so he's been at it uh, from the 70s and he has been quoted and interviewed by people that are in the whole stock market scenario oh yeah for sure yeah and so he knows his stuff so what what concerns him coming into october is whenever major planets uh station so you know we've got pluto at 26 stationing We've got the Mars um, square Neptune. He says that usually always creates a problem. And so the degrees that they're doing that at, which is, what is it? Around 23 to 25 of mutable signs. Um, the Saturn's direct station on the 23rd, and that's at what, 18? Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. It's very strong in this chart because it's... it's yeah. And then, of course, the, the Mars retrograde at 25 Gemini. So what he looks at is the opening of the stock on the stock, whatever stock exchange it goes live on. That's the chart that he looks at. And so he'll look at, you know, October, these events in October and see if any of them hit the angles or the ruler of the ascendant or the ruler of the midheaven or, you know, right. like that. That's what he looks at. Well, and Mars is going to be doing a lot because it's going to be aspecting Neptune. Neptune. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it's going to be opposing Venus here. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and squaring the nodal axis. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's going to be busy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. No, it, we live in interesting times. Isn't yes. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Okay. Well, so was that all the charts? And then we've looked at it from the first eclipse because we have time. We can go on to the second let, eclipse. Let me see. I guess we could do that. We could. Okie dokie. Then let's right. go back to the. The uh, European Union, I think we started with. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll take the, okay, which one of these is it? <laughs> Set them up so I know. Yes, that's Brussels. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so the second eclipse is on November the 8th. Um, and it is a, is this the solar eclipse? Yeah. Um, no, it's the lunar eclipse. Lunar eclipse. Yeah. Okay. And it's at 16 degrees of Scorpio, which is conjunct Uranus. And this was the one that sort of lit everybody up in astrological circles a few years ago because they could see this coming up and they were yeah, like, Uranus uh, in the same degree as Uranus. Yeah. Yeah. So Uranus, yeah. the great disruptor. <laughs> You know, so, and this, of course, is on the day of the U.S. election, so midterm election, so. Yes, yes. Yeah. 
but and and so in this chart we have, we have Saturn right on the descendant of right the, right on the angle yeah in union and it's of course squaring that eclipse mm -hmm. time which is very close to their moon and definitely opposite Mars or Mercury yeah. I mean yeah, yeah, yeah like it, it well they have this conjunction of Mercury Mars Pluto in yeah. in the fourth house and of course the that end of the eclipse the solar end of it has um, basically Mercury yeah and, and Venus all clustering that together all. yeah and so they're all you know involved in this T square with Saturn trans yeah. And, and natal Saturn. I mean, it's very, very intense. You got yes. moon, moon with natal moon and Saturn with natal Saturn. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, another way we could put this is that the October twenty fifth that week um, is the um, the setup for this one because in oh, some yeah. ways this is even stronger. Well, yeah. There, yeah. yeah, clearly it's a set. <laughs> yeah. Matched set. And now we have Mars still on 25, but it's retrograde. Yeah. So it yeah. has backed up. I think it was very close to being stationary at the other. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It was. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's a powerful thing when Mars is. Yeah. You know, so it's almost like the first one in this particular case set up. Okay. It's happening. And then Mars backs up and he goes, do you really understand what's happening? <laughs> you will by the time I'm done. <laughs> well, if, yeah, because Mars, you know. Yeah, it rules that fourth house stuff. Yeah. And Mars is not subtle. No, Mars is not subtle. And Mars is about bleeding money. Like it's, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. trying to shore it up. Yeah, no, probably I mean, not going to work. No, and this is the European Union, Union itself, too. So it's this, you know, that centralized body that they've tried to set up. It's not, right. not really looking terribly stable, you know. It's, no, it isn't. It's yeah. teetering. And look where the midheaven at the eclipse is. is yeah. It's you know, right on top of the sun. But in the fourth house, it's upside down. So yeah, it is. It's a reverse. You know, it's turning it around up on upside its head. You know, it's really, yeah. <sighs> yeah. And Uranus is trying Uranus. Mm-hmm. Finding itself, it's all finding that Uranus. Uranus and Neptune were right on top of each other. Yeah. Uh, when the European Union began. So that's a pretty interesting combination, too. Yeah. Well, and that's at the same time that uh, when those two were kissing was also when the Berlin Wall came down. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Saturn was with them, I think, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It was a few years prior to, to this chart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was right on top of my moon. Oh, I was just having so much fun in 1993. No. <laughs> digression. <laughs> digression. <laughs> You're allowed. You're allowed. We remember our, our Pluto transits and stuff. Oh yeah, of course we do. Of course we do. Saturn transits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Like uh, as with the the uh, October twenty fifth eclipse, Pluto is still squaring Jupiter in this chart, yes. which is very, very near that IC. Yes. 
Near, yeah. near the basis of the chart, right? Yeah. So it, it, too big an idea, perhaps, eh? Yes. Yeah. Too, too ambitious, too over the top. It's not working. Yeah. It's not working. And they will, with that Mars going back and forth in the 11th, they will try their best to try to figure something new out, but whether or not that'll be successful with the yeah. South Node in the fourth house, that's contraction, so. Uh, yeah, and in the natal chart of the, the EU as well, you've got uh, Vetus squaring that Uranus yeah. in conjunction. Yeah. You know, and, and Venus, you know, in Libra, she's strong, but and that is money, it's about money. Yeah, what do you value? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, it yeah. was set up about, you know, and around the economy. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. And the other the other piece of the Taurus thing is it's about values as well. Because it's oh yeah. It's by Venus. So yeah. Getting back to basic values. Yeah. Right. That's what that's what coming down to earth is. What are what do you truly value? What's really important? Yeah. You know? Food on the table, heat in the stove. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, this is what's becoming, you know, people uh -huh. need to reevaluate, you know, yeah. what do I really value? And that's what this Uranus thing is, is calling for. And so this conjunction is, uh -huh. you know, people need to really, there, I think there, a lot of people are waking up and saying, yeah. Uh -huh what they're pushing i'm not it's not what i value so maybe i want something different than what they're pushing yeah exactly so yes it's uh coming up to a crunch time for sure i think mm -hmm. okay so we can look at another chart we have time so the euro all right yeah how badly did the euro get dinged well let's look well, it's only it's only got a full second house here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. But sixteen, do we have other sixteens in this chart? Uh, not really. No, it's more the Mars now that it's retrograde right on top of the Moon. Well, plus their nodal axes. Yes. Okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it squares that. Yeah. And of course, you know. Pluto is still right on their Venus. Yes. Yeah. And you know, Saturn has, is approaching that south node. And yes. It yeah. And it, it'll be doing it shortly, like probably yeah. before the end of the year. Yeah, because it's moving, going to move fast once it gets going. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. And yeah. now, of course, Neptune or Jupiter now has backed into Pisces. Um, you know, so there could be on a daily basis, the, you know, Hmm, how would that work where there's a feeling that it's probably okay but yeah no it's not no and mars right on top of the moon still yeah 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 it's um hmm. yeah the euro is not not probably a workable thing that they tried to make work <laughs> yeah that it, that will be because you know it, hmm I'll be curious. This this one actually is less definitive as yeah, to what the result's going to be, but Pluto um, and Venus down at the foundation squaring Saturn in the eighth. That's right too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So it could be that to the average 
day-to-day business transaction, nothing is really different, but it's with who the big contracts are, you know, like the mutual contracts around the world. Yeah, maybe. Although you've got Neptune kind of right on there, Jupiter. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm thinking like the daily thing might not look all that different, um, but it's it's definitely the eighth, fourth that is making the big changes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all about, you know, money. (laughs) Well, it's the foundation and it's who you're contracted to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with that being um, the eighth house and that mm-hmm. Mars. So it's the contract. Saturn is saying contracts, right? Yeah. Well, t- yes. And, and ninth house is also about contracts and, mm-hmm. and stuff. That's the language of them. Yeah. The intention behind them, whereas the actual binding is eighth. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's. Uh... A lot going on in these charts. Uh-huh. We, yeah, it's it's not just your la 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 year. <laughs> no. Well, no. Of course no. it is. It is Taurus Scorpio. So, you know, whenever the eclipses every eight or well, nine years, it's one or the other. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. An no. eight year cycle or an 18 year cycle. Yeah. Yeah. For people yeah. who are wondering, eclipse cycles for them to come back to the exact same north here, south there is 18 years. So obviously every nine years it's reversed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they move backwards through the traditional zodiac. Yeah. Yes. And and they take about two and a half years each time. Yeah, approximately. Yeah. Um, and so of course what we're backing up into is going to be the Aries Libra. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. which doesn't bode well for this chart either <laughs> no 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 it's gonna keep yeah this chart's not looking good um yeah and and but you know taurus taurus scorpio being the the financial signs mm-hmm. and sitting in the financial houses of the euro chart is yeah like yeah could we be more clear <laughs> it's uh pretty yeah yes i think um interesting times for uh-huh. yeah and that mercury is so involved in this oh and yeah it, and yeah. it's ruler of ascendant and midheaven for the yeah. chart it is yeah and yeah. it's you know mercury is not in good shape in this chart. no no, no it's at at all. The opposite uranus um, it's at the south node again it's yeah. that you know letting go collapsing and getting rid of the yeah stuff that ain't working uh-huh. And a whole lot of stuff isn't working in case we didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's very scorpionic, plutonian uh-huh. wings on here. Uh-huh. Yeah. All righty. Okay. So, Bank of England. Okay. That'll be the last one, the Bank of England. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. We're just about out of time. Well, we can look at uh, some people next time as well yes we could we'll do the federal reserve and jill has found the founder of the rothschild empire and the rockefeller empire the the founding dudes and so we're gonna try to advance those charts to now to see whether what they founded is gonna fall apart yeah 
Okay, yeah. so Bank of England and England the, has a loaded first house as all those Scorpio planets are going yeah. in. Yeah. First house. Yeah. Or. Yeah. Okay, so 16. Uh, not too direct, but indirect, definitely. Well, the fact that, it, that, that yeah, it's they're in the, the first, fourth, yeah. seventh, and tenths, basically. Yeah. Those, those, that fixed cross. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it looks like Mars is going to have, um, you know, just because it rules the eclipse, um, you know, the position that Venus and Mars are making in this are probably yeah, going to be fairly you know, significant. Mars is squaring itself. It's squaring Virgo yeah. self in the 11th there. And it's sitting right over Yeah. Top, so how Parliament handles, you know, it's, but it doesn't, so it's independent of the parliament, right? Oh, gosh, yes, yes. Yeah, so then that's how it's internally organized, like their own systems, Mars well, and Virgo. Like the Federal Reserve, it's not, yeah. not the Bank of England at all. It's a corporation owned by others. Yeah, and so that's Mars squaring sitting on top. And that's such an interesting combination, that Venus, Uranus, and Gemini in the eighth. I'm just like oh yeah i'm not sure yeah. how i would see that although in my system that would be the ninth and that um yeah the scorpio taurus axis would be the eighth second well and, and mars is going to back up right over not only venus but uranus as well yes exactly it will it's going to stay in that eighth house yeah for a long time that's mm -hmm. months here yeah so that, some rules may somebody may try to rewrite the rules <laughs> and uranus is going to get turned once it turns around it's going to head into the eighth house. Uh -huh. no reprieve here for them <clears throat> not at all nope. yeah and like you say this is that uh, mutable t-square so they do have um even with this second eclipse that capacity to pivot um, but whether they pivot in a way that is healthier or not, probably not, because that's not what their MO is about. Not, not historically there. Yeah. yeah. Not how they're set up. And they're certainly not set up to benefit people with the moon in the 12th house. Yeah. yeah. We've run out of time. I haven't been paying attention. Ooh. Okay. So um, anyway, bye, Jill. I'm bye. <laughs> You've been listening to CJMB 90.1 FM, Powell Rivers Community Radio Station. Bye.